Ladies and gentlemen, good evening. It's the Muggy Boned Show, Thursday night, 11 minutes past nine, and uh, we're on CRMK. We're in the house. Daniel is sitting there, engrossed in his stupid little phone. What? Making himself clever. What are you looking at now? Oh, social media. Yeah, I deleted Twitter anyway. Yeah, you're hard. Yeah, exactly. Wait a minute, I <laughs> Daniel's just about to join the show. There he is. Hello. Is that all right? Is that loud enough for you? Just Too loud? Right. Oh, all right, Goldilocks. Settle down. All right. Free Willy. <laughs> Free Willy. <laughs> oh, so, too hot, innit? No. Exactly. Never too hot. Never, never too hot. Never too hot. All right. I love the sun. Hey, hold on. Oh, it's You're going to keep doing that, are you? No. Good. You are. Good. Uh, yeah, it's good, isn't it? Yeah, it's, it's gonna be like brilliant. It's gonna be like superhuman temperatures next week. That's what I like. Like 36 degrees. Oh, bliss! Thank the Lord for the paddling pool. That's what I say. And bloody uh, ice cubes. Yeah, thank the Lord for ice cubes. Been fantasising. They haven't had ice cubes in the cult bloody since I've been in. I'm from holiday. I went holiday. Have you ever done a proper ice bath? All right, bloody. All right. Have you? What? Or not? Have you ever done a proper ice bath? No. Yeah. Too cold. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like the cold. That's the point, though, isn't it? Cold's rubbish. It is. I'm always in the cold. All winter, bloody freezing, digging mud. 
It's rubbish. And then sunshine. Oh, you are bloody so lovely. Heat it hits your skin. Oh, I feel like I'm a totally different person this summer. Yeah, I agree. Solar powered. I, I, I would. I would just slightly tweak it. I would have a thunderstorm every night. Yeah, not every cool. night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. Yes. I just want to go camping. Two reasons. Why? Thunderstorm every night. One because it's cool to look at. Two because it cools the the air down. Three because it waters the garden. Four. Four. You when you sleep. wake up in the morning, it's bright sunshine again. That's what I want. I want thunderstorms every night. Yeah, nice. And and beautiful sunny days. And then that would be perfection. Perfect. Bit of rain at night when you sleep. Getting green. Keep burning those fossil fuels, guys, because the weather is it's getting great. good. Best weather I've had for ages. Perfect weather this weekend. We it's Dorset. not your weather. It's my weather. It's not I was your in it. weather. Everyone else is in it as well. Well, they can have their weather. I've got mine. Some people's their weather. They stay indoors and it's like this. That's not the same weather I want. So, what have you been doing? You went camping, didn't yeah, you? Yeah, really amazing. What happened? Saw the god sun raise its rays onto our faces and we delighted in blissful friendships. It was amazing. One of the best couple of days I've ever had. Really funny. Laugh loads. One of the best. Might be eight, the best. I doubt it. No, probably not my life. Remember that time when Play I Trump? was there for the weekend? Yeah. Exactly. You, you got soaked and went home the next day. Yeah, I remember that. And it was one of the was best. it the same place? No, same part of the world. In Dorset? No, I was outside. She wanted to stand it up. I was outside, stand it up. Uh. <laughs> In Dorset. That's a good joke. Well done. Thanks. So, uh, yeah. Bloody, it's like being in the French Riviera. It was amazing. We went to this beach. It was bloody amazing. No, it was amazing. It's nice. But it was like being in, in Europe, like, say, Joanne Le Pen or Saint Tropez. Just like boats going past. Like, There's really nice sand. Stop trying to make out like you've been to France. Yeah, look at oh, We're all oh, saying. It's like being in the like, Champ Tropez. It was. Eh? was. Tell you. Oh, I've been to France. I have been to France. Bullshit. Like France. Bullshit. No, honestly, it's You've never been to why France. Do, why don't I know about this more? Like, just go down there more often. It's one of the best places. There's like. Sandbanks was nearby. Oh, he had that waved at us from the other side. Did he? Well, probably. Through his window that I couldn't see. Most expensive trophy on earth, isn't it? Did he say, oh, you look terrific? No, he's miles away in his window. Yeah, all right. Binoculars looking at me. Binoculars? Yeah. Why do you say that? What? Don't say binoculars. What do you say then? Binoculars. No, you don't. Yeah, you do. It's like you say oh. racist. It's not racist. I'm not anymore. My kids have stopped me. Racist. All right. Idiot. I thought people had been rude fast. <laughs> <laughs> Don't do that noise. So, uh, yeah, so you what? You you just... You, you, you took a... You walked about. No. Yeah, did you stand around a campfire? We watched. We had the sun. It was brilliant. It's campsite. Oh, you didn't have a fire. Yeah, I had a fire. Oh, of course, I had a fire. Did Rob go? Yeah. Did uh, anyone else go? Goz. Yep. Yeah. Well, them lot. There's loads of us. All the Brighton lot. 
Right. Bloody brilliant. Right on. Right, all the kids were like older. They were like, no one had to look after any kids really. They were just all mucking around, having a laugh. Probably just having sex. No, they weren't. Not that old. Oh, right. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a fair point. I yeah. was uh, literally just thinking about your boys. What, having sex with our boys? That's yeah, that's disgusting. what I was thinking about. Um, yeah, the boys had a good time. God, I have to make things sound really wrong in about four sentences. Yeah, it's disgusting. You ruined the show. I'm sort of going a little bit... I'm going to let oh, creep. Creepy. You are creep. Um, but yeah, it was nice. Good. It was really good. Everyone just had fun. Yeah, I'm going on holiday in a few weeks. I cannot wait. Well, I hope I am anyway, as long as the planes let you. The planes let me in. The COVID doesn't happen. <laughs> cool. I've already had an holiday. Two days. Perfect. Yeah. Oh, I could have been there forever. It was amazing. Yeah, it's yeah. a shame when it comes to an end. Yeah. Especially when it doesn't rain. Oh, God, the weather's so good. So bloody brilliant. We got really drunk. Wrecked. It's nice. <laughs> <laughs> laughed a lot. <laughs> laughed a lot. Yeah, so laugh a lot. They should have knifed. No. What? I don't know. Are you um, laughing then? Well, I've, I've had a few laughs. I went to Guns N' Roses. That was good. Yeah. That was a laugh. Was it? You could just see him. Yeah, we had good seats. Here yeah, was all right. Oh. Yeah, we was best uh, song. Great stadium. Uh, Paradise best, City best probably. Song, probably my, actually, funny enough, that was actually brilliant because it was the last song. And it's their best one. Surprise, surprise. And uh, we were kind of just. I was sent because I had a sneaky, horrible feeling that my daughter was going to wanted to stay to the absolute bitter end. Why wouldn't you? Um, and. Because it's nice walking out of the big crowds. You get out, and you. Yeah, no, that's, that's the worst bit. No, hate best bit. No, nope. I always look forward to being stuck in crowds for ages. It's over. I want to be home slowly. now. Want to get in the car and on the way home. God, you're bloody laughing, yeah. But yeah, uh, she was. Oh, she was up for it. All she wanted to see was him blow the whistle. What whistle? Well, in the song Paradise City, there's a bit where he blows a whistle, Is and he? I told her that he sometimes throws a whistle into the crowd. Oh, and she said she wanted to see that bit. So and? we waited for the whistle blow. And he didn't throw it in the crowd, but he swung it around a bit. He probably ran out of whistles. And then we said, come on, let's go, and then we ran out. But no, it was, it was fantastic. Um, apart from the two-hour wait to get inside. That was annoying. Uh, doors were supposed to be open at half three, and we started making our way in at about 20 past five. He always makes you wait, doesn't he, Axel Rose? No, it wasn't his fault. Prove it. Uh, well, I don't... I can't. But, um, yeah, they dropped the first act, the first support act. Who? Some bloke from a band called Hanoi Rocks. Yeah. And Hanoi Rocks is the band, or uh, the drummer of Hanoi Rocks was the one that was killed in Vince Neil's car when he took it for a spin from Motley Crue. I have no idea what you're talking about. <coughs> You've seen the film? What film? Dirt. Oh, yeah, that one. Yeah. yeah. Oh, the bit, bit when he has the crash. And uh, the bloke who dies in the car was I'm in not comfortable. the van. Hold on. What? Put chair forward. Bloody. But why is making me Why has everyone got to hang on? Well, you get comfortable. Hang on, hang on. Everybody, I'm not comfortable. Yeah, but my feet hurt. <laughs> my leg hurts. Stupid. Put it up. Oh, but it's... What? It's been a stressy old week at work. We've got one more day to go tomorrow. I've got a bit of... There's a red car outside. What the fuck is a red car outside? That's... It's the police. It's the red car police. Oh my god. What the hell? Who, Who is the hell parking there? A bit suspicious. I wonder if they're listening. Probably. Probably murderers. Could the owner of the red car 
with a number plate that we can't please see. Please move. Actually, if you're listening to the show, flash your lights. Oh, it's not. Oh, got if you're not listening to the cut, no, if you are listening to the show, a, don't flash your lights. It'll be on a delay. Let's see if you flash these lights. <gasps> Honk if you're horny. <laughs> I'm listening. I've taken my headphones off. No, no honking going on. Luckily, they're not horny. What's that? I saw movement. Who is that? Get out. Sorry, guys. We can't really uh, continue until this man stops. Madman leaves. What if? I imagine if it was dark and I was in here on my own. That'd be scary, wouldn't it? Yeah. I think. Who's that? Who's that? You would think that, wouldn't you? Yeah. It's about exactly what I would. You think. wouldn't think there's a cardboard box in my fridge. <laughs> <sighs> I thought there was a fridge in here, but it was a cupboard. I actually put my drink in the cupboard. Classic. Classic cupboard. Classic schoolboy era. Oh, God. So, got any more plans for the hot weather? Yep. What are you going to do? Working tomorrow. Digging mud. Yep. I don't think it won't be much mud. Why? Because it's dry. I'm putting borders in. Making the garden beautiful. All right, Donald Trump. (laughs) Um... But yeah, Saturday. Oh, everyone's going away Saturday, so I've got the house to myself. Who is? Who? Why? We have kids going up to see Jean-Paul Gaultier's show or something. Pathetic. (laughs) And I'm going to just sort of walk around the garden. Like a teddy bear? No. One step, two step, a tiggly under there. Get that car out of my car park, please. I reckon it's... It's, it's a listener. It's not. It's a murderer. <laughs> Could be. I hate being murdered. I reckon I know who it is. What? Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> That's a problem. They're probably sleeping there. That's where they live now. Do you reckon? Yeah. Well, no, never mind. By the way, listen to the Rom and Tom Davis no. Wolf and Owl podcast I'm not Boring. talking to you I'm talking to the listeners just listen I to it I've got time lads. for that I was too busy being clever no Make the problem you fill up your brain with stuff that tries to teach you stuff but you never retain you're it you're just distracted and then you just paraphrase it you're just some nonsense just, on here you just distract yourself from being a musician uh, you're probably right yeah probably you've right. given up you have I have given up <laughs> You're so tired. Where's your energy? Where do you have any coffee huh? up? Yeah, let's have a little. God, no, like some it. sort of mummy. Not when they open up them car- car- coffees. I don't want to go outside then. What if it's the cops? Uh, we'll rest them to the floor. Oh, I know what it is. Them. It's this is it. What? Will we tell we die? No, this is going to be one of those. You know where they're like the cops say, "Come out with your hands up." Look, what we've... the German man? There's someone walking in the field. That's the person. Shit. It's an allotment. You can't people. park there, mate. You can't. You can't grow vegetables there, mate. In the allotment. <laughs> We're watching telly, security telly. It's not been. It's like, oh, what are they doing? Go for a gate. Ooh, going past. He your really mind. means it in the past tense. What's that? When you hand in camping equipment over. Allotment. <laughs> What? You'll get that when you listen back. Won't. Look, she's going to the car. It's her. Get out! <laughs> she can probably hear you. I bet she can. Get out! Is the window open? She's out. Oh shit, the window's open. Honk <laughs> <laughs> if you're horny. Don't, don't say that, you weirdo. What? Oh shit, it's a woman. I can't do that. God, you're so weird today. Cancelled. The brain. The sun's got your brain. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it's grown one. <laughs> 
Coming in. Off you go. Go on, clear off. Go on. So I can swear. Sling you go, go out there and say, go on, sling you up. You, go, you should be parking there. Go on. Go no. on. Go out there and complain. Go on. Go on. We'll do a live stream of it. Crash into the building. Oh, shit. Jesus. Well, that's, you can't park there, mate. This <laughs> <laughs> is worse enough. This is really good. I've never seen TV like this. Great commentary on the radio of a woman. Oh, uh, she's your van. See uh, you're the other picture. You see your van rocking. Whoops. Bonk. Anyway, so oh, um, can't beat it, but it's telly. So Guns N' Roses was good. Uh, been enjoying in the garden. Been swimming again. Oh, I've lost weight again. I'm still I'm lighter than I was where, last where'd time. Where'd you put it? Still losing it, um, which is amazing. Uh, yeah, it's good. I just, I don't know. I don't know where I'm going to get to, but it better be good. Yeah. If you try really hard, you might I've got f- do it. I've got three weeks, and I'm, I'm three weeks to what? beyond yeah. my target of what I expected. What was that? I expected to lose about a stone and stuck just over a stone and a half. And what I mean is I haven't quite lost a stone and a half yet, but I'm... Uh, at this rate, I will do. But then you plateau, don't you? So I could get well, to a point where it just give up stops. If you just procrastinate and go out of your habit and routine, to become apparently that burns calories. What well, does Pro- procrastinating everywhere? Well, it probably does. You even want to burn calories? Why don't you set your arms on fire? <laughs> uh, yeah, I've been swimming in my garden. <laughs> <laughs> yes. oh, yeah, that's how you lost weight. Yeah, swimming in the garden. I've been swimming miles at the guy at the uh, gym. Swimming what? A mile. I've done two miles this week. That's really good. I think I have no idea about well, swimming. Sunday night and Tuesday night. So I missed last night. I'm going to miss tonight. But I did a bit in my little paddling pool. Yeah. And then I'm going to do some tomorrow. And then that's <coughs> all going to be good. Swimming's fun, isn't it? It's it's what you make it, Daniel. Really. Yeah. You know. I like going underwater. I like sort of floating. You know when you sort of pretend you're dead? You just sort of go limp and you just sort of bob up and down the water. Yeah. I love doing that. I like noticing that when you breathe in, you f- rise up a bit because you put yeah. air in your lungs. Yeah. Really clever. It's I like science. I like it when you work out exactly what the sea is. What is the sea? Uh, it's the water with loads of creatures in it. Where you going? I heard this today, the other day. It's Elvis Costello, it's a quite a new track and it's absolutely superb.
and struggles and fails It makes up some kind of fairy tales After all of the misery that he has caused Just listen to something. <laughs> Why are you talking about the timber industry? What are you doing? I'm here to learn how it's evolved and how it will be affected. Oh, all right. So, I got my PRS statement through and I was checking through what had been played on. And uh, Tell people what that means. So, like, I made one piece of music that got uh, published and then... Uh, so it now gets sometimes used on like TV shows and when I looked at my statement I looked and it said it had been used on a programme by Sarah Pascoe who I'm going to see live in November actually she's rubbish oh, she's quality I like her a lot some of Finland's most unique jobs but listen to this so I've come to find out how people are adjusting in a country so connected to nature what country? oh that music sounds familiar. Oh. oh, I wonder if that's my music being played on BBC Two. Probably, I suppose. Oh, you're bloody. You're like the next Queen. 
So, like, I'm kind of famous, really. Got, like, music out there, just being on shows. Did that get you, like, thinking possible? It's possible. It's possible to, yes. It, like, if I had 100 songs that were in that library, well, don't you put it'd be a nice little pension. Why well, don't you put 100 songs in there, you idiot? You got about a two. Well, I can't. I can't bloody do it, can I? Why not? Well, because you got to get. It's got to get accepted. Yeah. I got. I've got to accept it. You know. I got to try and submit stuff. Or well, no, you've not got to try and submit stuff. You got to submit stuff. Probably. So you're procrastinating again, aren't you? You're trying to sabotage your bloody wills dreams. and dreams because you're too busy giving your dreams to your employer, man. Yeah, that is a, that is a problem. Yeah. We're caught in a. A trap, trap can't tra- walk out. We can't walk out of this trap because, like, the easiest routes not the easiest routes, hard routes to take is your occupation. <laughs> you try taking my your hopes and dreams occupation that you have on the side that uh, brings in small amounts of money here and there every now and again. A bit, you know, tiny bits of bloody progress. But, you know, the big progress is what you're after, isn't it? The big, the big escape to your. Hobby or your passion or your dream, and um, not are we going to go through life like I'm going to go through life and I'm going to die, and then all my paints just going to be burnt or something, or not wanted, and all that effort put into them like it was for nothing. What's the point in that? Yeah, but we uh, we don't have any free will, Daniel, so I I can just um, just be safe in the knowledge that whatever decision I make, I didn't have any choice in the matter anyway, so. If that's the case, then um, I, it doesn't matter. I don't care. Maybe you always have two options. Like that's the uh, the, f- the the no choice is there's there's no choice, but you do have two options. <laughs> well, you only have one option. Well, you pick one. Yeah. You have two options in front of you. you have to, so uh, when people say, <coughs> "What?" and you go, "What's for dinner?" and they go, "You got two choices." Well, no, I only have one choice. Unless you generous parents, and they have both dinners. Yeah, not that often, often. But not in, not in this. But your choices really is: Are you going to let the thing in your head stop you? Because there's all these this list of stuff that's overwhelming sometimes, and you ain't gonna. You, this, the, the possibility of getting there takes a lot of work and a long time, and you can't see yourself going for that. Or do you have the option of just starting that one thing? That one little thing, the next little thing, the next little thing, until it becomes more normal and more normal, and the the pickup points become more frequent. <clears throat> but you get tired, don't you? You get distracted. Sometimes when you get to a point where it's doing well, you kind of ease off. A lot, a lot of that's very similar to exercise. You can get to a point where you feel exercise. You can feel like you're in a good, you know, a good space with you know you being fit and healthy and stuff, and then. You just feel that's like going to be permanent. <laughs> you kind of slide off it a bit. Yeah, you realise, oh, and then before you know it, doing this. before you know it, you're back to square seven. Which, yeah. Um, what could you do? It's like you kind of, there's, there's lots of, like, there's lots of things you could do that are to, for it to benefit you and that you don't do. Yeah. It's like, the, uh, one of my mates, he rings me two or three times a day. Does he? And just, yeah, and just like, you know, when he's stressed about his job and stuff. It's really good. I have to say, I have to say that uh, 
having that kind of outlet to one listen to someone else and to you know be able to kind of share your own issues or problems or little things that are annoying you is like hugely beneficial i have to say and like it's only kind of in the last week because we weren't talking for a while and we only sort of reconnected and uh just picked up where we left off and um to have yeah it's kind of you know he 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 tells me he likes my advice or he likes my mm. approach to things and and uh you know so he but what it does is it allows me to practice my pragmatic logical uh muscle because everyone's got one apparently and also having that conversation that isn't the conversation that everyone's having like to have unique conversations that are off the kind of newsreel or the TV, talk about TV and stuff. Just have those conversations where everything's unique, interesting, it unfolds, you don't know where it's going often. You both care about yeah. it. Like you both care about your answers or whatever. Yeah, listening. Uh, and, but what it's made me kind of realise is, that, like, I mean, I think to myself, God, if I followed the advice that I'm giving here... All right. I'd be, I'd be, I'd be rich. <laughs> I'd be a gazillionaire. Like it, it, it's <clears throat> because you have a tendency to disconnect yourself from it and and say, well, you've told me, you've this is what you've told me, and from that, I'm going to say that, you know, it's like we, I've been talking a lot about. It's like when if he if he he will talk to me about sort of like I don't know falling out having an argument with his wife. <laughs> And it'll be, you know, there'll be sort of certain hang-ups and stuff that he's got about things and certain hang-ups she's got about things. and Don't often make sense to you, sort of thing? Well, no, it's not so much that it doesn't make sense to me. It kind of does make sense to me. And, and what But I, you wouldn't worry about those things necessarily if it was... Well, no, it's more it's more to be able to be outside of that bubble, to be able to right. say to, you, to someone, um, what do you actually want to achieve out of this scenario? Yeah. Do you hate her? Do you think that she's doing this to ruin your life? Or do you think that maybe, you know, you both got kind of insecurities or you both got certain, like I said, little hang-ups about certain things, things that maybe you've, you're clinging on to that you've, um, you know, that you sort of need to let go of. Is it, is it, is it that worth that argument? Is it worth to just keep that up just to kind of win the battle? And that's fine. If you want to do that, and sometimes you kind of feel like you need to, or sometimes you even maybe kind of a little bit enjoy it. But it gets to a point where it's like, why don't I just be the grown-up here? <laughs> and, uh, and, and just... Yeah, no, you're Stop right. Trying to win. You're right. You're right. Uh, let's, you know, whatever. Let's just move on. And and um, <clears throat> it's funny because there's times when he will tell me that stuff, and I'll and I'll try. I'll, I'll approach it like that. I'll be like, look, what do you actually want from this scenario? And then he'll go, oh, no, no, no. Yeah, I know what you're saying, mate. But blah, blah. and then he'll put the phone down, and then he'll phone me a day later and he'll go, you know, you were right. <laughs> it's kind of like you see, so you're still stuck in the. You still got to have your say. You still got to do your bit. But, but uh, you know, common sense should prevail at the end of it, shouldn't it? Really. And I think we all kind of like it's. It's kind of like what I said to you before about the, you know, the throwing the bushes over the fence or someone cuts you up in a in the traffic or like how much do you really need to care about that? Yeah. You know, how much does it, you know, like if you if you were to look at it from a point 
if you were to take the ego out of the situation, let's just say you're driving along on a really hot day, right? And and almost every person that either cuts you up or walks out in front of you and all that sort of stuff. Imagine if you were just a being navigating your way from A to B as opposed to this bloke who feels like people need to respect him and say thank you when you let him through or you know they need to acknowledge the fact that they just walked out in front of you or, or all those sort of bits and pieces imagine if you just pulled up at the lights and didn't care about that it's just like oh well that's happened so i'm just gonna it would be so much more of a smoother well, it's journey the, mentally in your mind that's you, where the training for these are the things are if you can overcome those small things, I heard Aubrey Marcus saying about like people that scared of spiders, or the fact that he wanted he can't do a backflip on a trampoline. He's got a mental block. Yeah, he can do it on the grass and stuff. And he's saying about they're the perfect things because it, it seems impossible. Like, but that those are things that can't hurt you. But you can actually they, they're the things you can practice on. Like the thing with traffic and stuff. The other day, I was. Coming, trying to put into my drive, and then this car kind of pulled around the, another car and kind of almost blocked the road. I'm so thankful that I sort of laughed and, you know, sort of waved them on because someone I knew. Yeah. Imagine if I'd gone, you fucking idiot. Yeah. And then mm. I seen their face close up and was like, oh, I look all right, dick now. Yeah. But no, luckily, I, um, I, I did saw the funny side of it. Yeah. It's. Uh, yeah, well, I did. I happened to me with a bus driver, the woman bus driver who, who uh, looked like she was going to rip my head off. And as she was coming towards me, I had this like split second of I could tell her what I think of her, or I could go just wave and smile, do a bit of magic, and just and that's exactly what happened. That, that, that it's little, alchemy, isn't it? Yeah, I just went. I just kind of smiled. Like she came up to me because she could see. I went to gesture to do something. Like that's you could where see, free will, I think, happens. Is the moment you can transform the inertia of everything, which is like you say from the Big Bang, everything's just happens and it's shut out there, and you've got no control because you've got an inertia of the universe going together. But those moments, you could stop that inertia. You can twist all the energy that's flowing that way and it's almost like yeah but I mean but the, the the simple retort to that is that the reason that you did that at that particular moment was because of everything that happened before it's not necessarily because you decided but you got a conscious choice you know that conscious choice is going on you know there's yeah, but it could go are, either way yeah right. you know that deep down you know that feeling alright try telling that to Sam Harris I will he's just a miserable old git <laughs> That's the thing with a lot of these people that's supposed to be like so understanding of the mind and so humanity miserable. and stuff. It's fucking miserable. Yeah. Like, Jordan Peterson is so, so flawed. Miserable. Yeah, so flawed. They've got some great ideas, some of these people, you know, isolated think, ideas they come up with. Some of them are really good, and, and you know, you can take that advice and they can make you feel strong and, and you know, make you understand the world a bit more. And, but then you see the, the damage that they're living by. You know, a lot of people that give us great advice. You sort of delve a bit deeper, and it's very hard to find genuine. But is it because they're? Is it because they're so uh, almost like almost like AI, and they're kind of so clever that they know it's really bad? You know what I mean? What do you mean? Well, like they kind of carry the weight of. Oh God, you lot are so stupid that you're naive. Well, I suppose yeah. someone like Peterson, the stuff he talks about is quite anguish, isn't it? It's quite sad, and so you. 
you think about what you're saying, you can't see the, the, why you would be saying that, because it's coming from a person that seems to be very full of grief about a lot of things. Mm. Yeah, he's definitely definitely seems the troubled the troubled kind. And also, some of his opinions make people hate him, so he gets all that side of stuff. And I don't think he's a bad man. I think he's trying to explore and understand certain things, and, you know, it, it's not always hard, easy to hear for a lot of people. And some people, it's, it's abhorrent, you know, depending where you're coming from and how you're listening to what he's actually trying to say. What's abhorrent? Abhor- I don't know. It's like a... a Type of cat that plays <laughs> yeah and tennis. It's I I think as well when when you get certain certain intellectuals and certain levels of intellectual prowess, um, they don't tend to have a lot of patience for uh, for you know people questioning what they're saying because they've already kind of done the research they've already been through it all and when somebody emotionally reacts to it and says that's rah 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 they kind of they just become despondent Mm. and uh that's why i like ramdas because there is the flaws are always apparent and open and what's apparent Apparent means it's, uh, I suppose, easy to notice. I'm joking. You said abhorrent earlier on. Now you're saying apparent. What's next? Apparent, agorrent, um, asarrant. A song. A song. A hole. You want a song? song? Yeah. You want a song, do you? Yeah. Probably put one of yours on then, I All suppose. Right. If you must. Yo, Chuck, what's the move, man? That was on my way up here to the studio, you know what I'm saying? And this brother stopped me and asked me, yo, what's up with that brother, Chucky D? He swear he nice. I said, yo, the brother don't swear he nice. He knows he's nice, you know what I'm saying? So, Chuck, I got a feeling you're turning into a public enemy, man. Now, remember that line you was kicking to me on the way out to L.A. Lyles in Queens while we was in the car on our way to the shop? Well, yo, right now, kick the bass for them brothers and let them know what goes Thing. Get up, 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 get up
tell soul she wins. People bear witness. Thank you for letting us be ourselves. So don't mind me if I repeat myself. These simple lines be good for your health. To keep them crime rhymes on the shelf. Live love life like you just don't care. Five thousand leaders never scared. Bring the noise, it's the moment they fear. Get up, still a beautiful idea. Get up, throw your hands in the air. Get up, this show no fear. So, it's like tropical, tropical climbs out there. Tropical climbs, tropical times. Tropical. Chukakan. Chukakan, everybody, everybody, Chukakan. Everybody, everybody. Do you know who wrote Chukakan? Yeah. Prince, probably. Yeah, exactly. Oh, fuck. What? Bollocks. You idiot. Nothing. Oh, sizzle. Just carry on. But he's just done something you shouldn't do. In the recording studio. Give me a rule with the book, can I? Yeah, well, one of them. Is that better? Yeah. Oh, God, I'm so flipping knackered. It's hot, isn't it? No, it's freezing. No. I haven't got the air conditioning. I hate air conditioning. It ruins everything. No, it doesn't, you twat. I like being hot and sweaty. Nah. I like... Yes, I do. Listen to this. It's the bit... So, there are a couple of downsides to it. Like what? It's the relentless wall of heat that you no, can't get rid of like at night. I can't... But I can't... I don't sleep very well. I just slept it. in the caravan. I just slept in the caravan. Nice and cool under the trees in the garden. But that's really good. I'm really pleased for you. But what I'm saying is... Stick with podcast on loud. It is... that headphones? Just the tad. I reckon... Uh, no, or get no... Get a fan. What? Get a fan. No. Why not? Why should I? Well, you won't be hot. Well, it just blows hot air around the room. No, it don't. Yeah, it does. No, it doesn't. We've got fans. You've got... Bloody good. Got given two, three. I don't know where the third one is. Oh, I like the heat. Oh, let's put a fan on. No, I sit in the caravan. Yeah, whatever. Like a... Like a... An idiot. Gypsy. That's nice. It's not been on holiday. Wake up under the trees. You've never been on holiday before. I love holidays. Oh. I want a bit of holiday in the sun. Just meeting up with your friends. Had you watched... Had you watched... You hadn't, had you? You what? hadn't watched the whole of the Sex Pistols thing by the yes, last I time show we did. Yes, I Told you about it. How did you? Yeah, you spoke in depth about it, you bloody dimwit. Philistine. I'm not Egyptian. I'm not Egyptian Frankenstein. <laughs> no, I'm not a Coronation Street Frankenstein. <laughs> I don't know. Philly. I'm not an American. Uh, Phyllis. Phyllis. She was very, very... 
Nice. Nice film. Not film. Phyllis. Oh, Percy. No. Percy. Oh, Percy. Percy. She loved Percy. She's bloody bossy, though, isn't she, probably? <laughs> <laughs> Didn't watch it. She's just a strong, independent woman, Daniel. Good. I can't... Can't say bossy anymore. It's Boss, like, bossy, bossy. Yeah, they're bossy. They're bloody no, bossy. Can't call ladies bossy. Anymore. Yeah, anyone bossy. Why well, no. is any boss? And you're really friendly with them. All right, bossy. All right, bossy boots. Yeah, why are the boots? Because they're working in. Uh, because they're like. Why boots? It's like, well, because it's, it's just a bee. Like it's that. like Charlie Big Potatoes. Never heard of that. Well, you never heard of Charlie Big Potatoes. Season smelly socks. <laughs> It's a little bit like that. Deborah door out. Deborah door knockers. Oh, all right. <laughs> um, uh, silly bollocks. It's kind of like you give a you put a word on the end, like boots or bollocks. All right. Uh, pig. <laughs> pig face. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <sighs> One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, oh. eight. One more day of work. One then more day of work. Then we've got two days off, and then it's back to work. Or is it? Because it might be too hot. If only you were voted for Jeremy Corbyn, then we would have had three-day holidays weekends. We did, didn't I? Yeah, I probably did. You probably voted for bloody Nigel Farage, knowing you. Knowing you. He's so, he's so weird looking. He's good, isn't he? I like him. He's brilliant. He's so funny. <laughs> his shoes, it? his Junior Jack shoes. Oh, he's so cool. The way he looks. His cigar t- stains. He's out. probably the coolest guy I've ever seen. He's fat. I don't want to dress like him. I bet he's great at tennis. No. Um... Wah, wah. Yeah, I reckon he'd probably give you a good game. Probably would, actually. Yeah. Don't want to judge. Yeah, I reckon he'd give you a good game of tennis. Yeah. He played since he was seven. It's actually mm. brilliant at tennis. Should have become a tennis star. They would have loved him. I wonder. Um, I wonder what he's. Is he married? I don't know. He died, didn't he, in an aeroplane crash? Yeah. Bloody hell! Remember that? That's crazy. Do you know why? What, why did he die? Because the, the plane crashed. Why the crash? Why the crash happened? Illuminati tried to kill him because he was trying to take up a banner that said <laughs> "UKIP are the best" or whatever it was. Should be more like. And they said oh, it's too heavy, and the pilot said, "Ah, don't worry about it; it'll be all right." And then they sure. took it up in the air, and then it crashed. But like his party. Yeah. Yeah. UK, I thought it was for people who wanted to sleep. That's why I voted for him. <laughs> <laughs> I want more sleep. Didn't read any of the blurb. Yeah, more sleep. You got my vote. Who did you vote for? You, Kip? Yeah. You racist? What? what? No, I'm for wanting to sleep more. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> no one told me. I don't watch the telly. Uh, I've, I've registered for Glastonbury for the first time in my life. Good. That means nothing, is it? Is Someone's it? about all of us going next year. That's where I'm going. Brian lot. You're not allowed to go. I don't, do you know what? It looks crap now. It's too full up. Oh, God. I can't put your tent anywhere. When I went, you could bloody put your tent anywhere. On the stage, in the toilets, on the policeman's hand. I've been told if you pay an extra £200, you get to stay in a tent. That's in a field with a security Is and that a bar bloke outside and a toilet. the fence saying that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If you can be two hundred pounds, I'll let you camp here. Yeah. Thank you. You can have a castle in there. I've never been to a festival before. I don't know if I've ever mentioned that before. God, idiot. I, went to, I climbed over the fences at Glastonbury in the 90s. Yeah. Brilliant. Best fence climb best, I've, best ever I've ever done. Been to. <laughs> it's amazing. How often do you, how do you think they get in these days? Nah. 
No, no way. Not like the not like the not fences in the nineties. Nineties when they're good fences. Two massive steel fences with Land Rovers driving in the middle of them. Oh, it's like a game of Crossy Road or whatever it's called. No, bit game of Frogger. Yeah, get to help each other. One girl got caught out of all her party. Oh, sorry, sick, sorry for her. She got put in a Land Rover. They were probably only about nineteen. And uh, yeah, just one of them got scooped away. So, oh, what happened to you? All terrified and missed out on all the fun. <laughs> <laughs> so, all of them had a really good time, apart from her. So, nice uh, segue into what you're doing at ten o'clock, I suppose. That's like what we were talking about earlier. Like, oh, it's just this weekend made me think about you know the art stuff again. Like seeing Rob and drawing mm. and having it's such a peaceful time we had. It's like the sunset. I'll show you a picture. Where were you? Where were you? How were you drawing? On this big chalkboard and just talking to me. Like everyone, everyone we met was just like I say, like a superpower. Everyone's got like there's artists there and everyone's kind of got their thing they do and just you know you sit next to anyone and get a decent conversation about what they're into and stuff but we they, we sat on this hill two nights running and watched the sun go down it's unbelievable i made a video about it but that is like the forest view above and we're on this ridge on the edge of the campsite yeah and um let me show you a picture from the back but they had, they put the music system up there these on Saturday night. And um we had music up there, but it's just brilliant. That's it, beautiful. It was beautiful, it was stunning. And it was about we were up there for mm. about a few hours and it was just unreal really. One of the most beautiful campsites I've ever seen. There's us walking up to it from the cause they had like bands playing a really nice food and stuff. Bands playing? You didn't tell me that bit. Yeah. Then 80s cover band. It was mm. quite funny because actually no one was dancing to the last song. And then everyone started dancing. Everyone was asking for encores. So they had a really shit gig until the last bit. And then everyone kept shouting at them to play more. Why Why were they? Why would people do that? It's out of order. No, it was really funny. Everyone danced. And then the party got started. Why did they dance on the last song? Because everyone... Because it, it was a bit they early. say this is the last song? Yeah, and then people started going out, and then they, it was just like they just got the kind of energy going because it's quite early on. It was start about half seven, so by the last song, people were like up for it, and then um, yeah, everyone's dancing like kicking to encores. So I felt really pleased for them because they, they, they must have thought they were in a really shit gig, and then they were really loved by the end of it. It was quite funny. And then night before that, they're just tap dancing. So what was it like a clubhouse on the campsite? It was like a barn on the campsite with the stage in it and stuff right and then there's another bar on the other side that did the food yeah so it's quite good and there's a courtyard in the middle you know with people just hanging around drinking and nice yeah it's really good and then everyone walked up to the hill and people just sat up there drinking getting to know each other everyone was just chatting meeting those new people and then eventually like really late on we all went down to the fire and kept it going and then went to the beach a few times and it was great Really, really good. Everyone just felt energised after it. Really, really nice fun. Nice. Oh. I wish I was uh, doing that right now. Yeah. The demon in the 
this case, the dragon that we have to slay is internally based. It's internal self-sabotage, what I call resistance with a capital R. And what has worked, the question then becomes, well, how do you overcome it? Once you identify the voices that you hear in your head that uh, are really not you, they're really this negative force that, that, that's out there that's resisting you. As an example, if you ever try to meditate, and you try to quiet your mind, you find just these crazy things go through your head one after the other. And if you identify with them and you say, that's me, then you're in trouble. But if you recognize them as just sort of alien you know, visitations, you can just let them pass through and keep working. So, okay, how do you overcome resistance? For me, the, the policy that I use, or the phrase that I use, is turning pro, which is a kind of a different attitude from being an amateur to being a professional. Now, an amateur, when you, an amateur hits a sticking point, like if you're going to play basketball on your ankle hurts, you'll just retire to the bench and say, hey, it hurts. But a pro, like Kobe Bryant or somebody like that, learns to play hurt. And a pro learns to do all the things that we do on our regular jobs, but apply it to our, our, our love, the love of our life, our work. A pro shows up every morning, no matter what. A pro stays on the job all through the day. A pro doesn't over-identify with the work so that if there's a failure, it knocks him out of, out of the batter's box. A pro doesn't take failure personally or success personally. A pro is patient. A pro endures adversity. A pro plays hurt. All of these, this kind of attitude of a professional helps you attain that sort of lunch pail, hard hat, you know, attitude that's not precious, not a prima donna, not a diva, but a hardworking, hit them every day, go for it, infantry attack mode. And that for me is, is how you get something done from A to Z. The biggest lie that people tell you is that they're not scared. And this literally drove me to a point where I thought I was just this little bitch compared to everyone else. So it all started with girls. My friends and I would be out and we'd see a beautiful girl. And I was scared just thinking about going up and talking to her, but no one else would ever even remotely hint at being slightly uncomfortable. Now, the weird and somewhat suspicious thing was that they never actually walked up to her. But there was always some rationalization. I mean, they would go up and talk to her, of course that's not a problem, but she's not really pretty enough. Or she's not really their type, or they just don't feel like it right now. And I seriously thought something was wrong with me, like no one else is scared but me. And of course, looking back at it, they were all just as scared as I was, but it really did mess with my head for a very long time. Then it was the same thing when I went through basic training and jumped out of planes. Basic training was over and I would ask people about it and they would say, oh, that was so easy. But by this time, I was starting to sense all the bullshit around the topic of fear. It was interesting that this person would tell me that he was never scared, that it was so easy because I remembered his little face full of tears from just a few weeks ago. And it was the same thing with jumping out of planes. As soon as we got our jump wings, apparently no one had been scared but me. And again, very interesting because I remember going up in the Twin Otter for our first jump and how everyone was shaking with fear the whole way up there. 
Same thing with making a video and sharing yourself with the whole world. That's easy stuff, right? You'd never be scared of that, right? I mean, your videos are going to be so awesome. Everyone's going to love them. <laughs> yeah, that's what I thought until I made my first video and it was time to publish it. You thought you were energetic, but the end result is that you're slow and awkward. You thought you looked really cool, but all you see now are the pimples on your head. You thought the video was perfect, but now you see how much it actually sucks. And you're about to press that publish button. And once you do that, get ready to be judged by the entire world, including all your family and friends, on how awkward and stupid you look and how much your video sucks. Now look, you can sit there and pretend that you're not scared. You can even lie to people about it. And yes, they will start to worship you because you have something that they know they don't have. But let's face the reality. We're all scared. We're all scared and that's normal. The book talks about Henry Fonda, one of the greatest actors who would throw up before every stage performance, even at 75 years old. It's really the amateur's mindset to first try to fully overcome fear and then start. And of course, you won't be able to do that, so you'll never start. The professional's mindset goes something like this. Cool. I'm afraid. Now what needs to be done? So there's nothing wrong with being scared. But what is wrong with it is when that fear keeps you from doing the things that would make your life a hundred times better. And that's what Pressfield calls resistance. The more resistance you experience with something you want to do, the more sure you can be that it's the best thing for your growth and development. The more scared you are of something you want to do, the more you need to do it to honor your true self. And all of my examples I mentioned were some of the biggest fears I've had in my life. And I have pursued them all. I knew I wanted to be able to go up to a girl and talk to her, but I was scared. So guess what? I did exactly that. I knew I wanted to train and jump out of planes. And guess what? I was scared, but I did exactly that. I knew I wanted to share my videos with the world, but I was scared. I was really scared. But that is exactly why I pursued it. Now, if I look at my life and from what I have grown the most, from what I have had the most fun, with what I have honored my true self the most, it's exactly these things. So let me ask you this. What are the things that you want to do and are scared of? Maybe you don't like to admit it, but deep down you know what it is. What is it? Is it being able to walk up to a girl and have a normal conversation? Is it starting a business? Is it sharing your talent with the world? What is it? Figure out what it is and pursue it. And I will guarantee you, you will see more growth and fulfillment from that journey than anything else you could do in life. Wait, wait. Ready. Yeah.
You could be president. Talking to presidents and their ex-wives. Ivanka Trump just died. Ivana Trump. We'll go outside then. Yeah, his daughter's Ivanka. Don't be rude. And his ex-wife is Ivana Trump. Ivana. Yeah. Breaking news. Breaking news, guys. Breaking news. How about Tim Westwood? I know. Can you believe there's a documentary about it on BBC? Is it? Yeah. It's just... It was weird. I don't but it, understood but him. I mean, the, whole, the fucking thing, the documentary is called The Open Secret. Another one. It's like everybody knew about it, and yet the BBC oh, employed him, and then now they're making a documentary about it. It's like, what the fuck is going on? There's yeah. bullshit. You know, it's just murky old shit that goes it's on the murky at high old world we're living in. We need a new set of talent to take over the planet that was creepy. It's quite interesting what was being spoken about in that uh, that little bit you did there. A bit little stuff you stole off the internet and yeah. lazily plunked it together with a song on the end. Yeah. Um you sort of you kinda of, you always think that you're the one that's not coping with everything, didn't you? You yeah. kind of assume that you're the one that's like everybody else has got their shit together and you're the one that's like you know, crashing in the waves, blagging it in some way, and yeah, bound against the rocks and trying to hold onto the mast as the sailboat cruises through the turbulent storm of life. And yet, you're all just petrified. One of the people look at me, think, "He's so cool. He's got everything sorted." And inside, I'm like, "Help me!" He really knows what he's doing. Yeah, good. I bloody don't I'll tell you that for nothing. I'll tell you it for free. <laughs> you can pay me if you want. <laughs> I don't mind. I'll, put, I'll tell you that for something. Yeah, I'll tell you that for £6.50. You've already told me. I don't have to give you anything. Yeah, I've got more. <laughs> <laughs> i got more. Roger, more. That's... Wouldn't we all... What? Like to Roger more. I would. <laughs> <laughs> Edward Woodward. <laughs> oh. I thought he died and he was alive again. I think that's the old Mandela effect. Classic. I was convinced he was dead. He, he did die. Alive. He died. Yeah, he died twice in my bloody life. Didn't understand that one. Yeah, I thought he died a couple of times as well. Yeah, Edward not dead. <laughs> Edward live live. Oh. You're right, but Billy. So I think yeah, we're all we're all we're all just fiddling our way through life, aren't we? If, if we Tim Richard was. <laughs> <laughs> Just fumbling our way across the, the... Even when you're not just fumbling, like, you've been ticked, so you're putting things together, it's still bloody chaos. Yes, complete and utter... It's just... What is bloody... Well, I've just got born into this weird system of monkeys that walk around with bloody phones in their hands and have to do work, and then you got, like, the shepherds that look after us are just pigs, horrible people that haven't made paradise... The clever people could have made paradise. We could have been like, say, thousand years ago, the clever people always had the great ideas to get this thing cranked up to fun land. Oh no, we'll create this world full of bloody snivelling fuck pigs wearing suits that are just dribbling around, taking money and making things rubbish. This grey pollutant of souls wanting to tell us what to do all the time and making money, making money hard to get. And well, it's so weird. Like people just do stuff. Why is it? Why is everything expensive? <laughs> like, what's going on? What's different? So it's 
broken. Yeah. Something's really broken. Oh, we've got this system of money that just doesn't work, that makes you poor all the time. Yeah. Oh, but clever. But... But we're just doing stuff, trading... I mean, essentially, we're just trading, like, our skills. Like, if the economy breaks, why can't we just keep doing stuff? Because that's communism, just, you communist. Just, just pretend the money works. You can't You can't just not have money. You've got to... You've basically... You've got no, you to still have, have the money, but just don't worry about anything. Just use it as the same price. Yeah, but you've got to have it's poor great. people. Because if you don't have poor people, then you don't have really rich people. Yeah, how you can have really rich people? I don't mind. Having, I don't have rich people as long as they spend their money on bloody good stuff, you know. I mean, what I've always wondered is, um, obviously, uh, you know, everyone moans and about the billionaires, and I tend to agree in many cases. But like, quite a lot of them are pretty heavy philanthropists, and then people say, "Oh, well, uh, yeah, that's just a tax dodge." Yeah, but if the money's going to a cause to build wells and build, if it is. Yeah, the world ain't brilliant, is it? So, it's so all. what's the point in paying tax when it only just gets wasted anyway? So you might as well put it towards good causes. So I do wonder whether there's any any merit in that or whether it's just bullshit and it's just all a big, everything's a big dodge of some sort. money laundering now. They yeah. got too good at it. They understood how it works and then you ain't going to go back if you get free money all the time, are you? Oh, this works. I don't have to do much. I can become all-powerful and rich and while we have hospitals that are drained of bloody money where people are working a million hours a second a week, I mean. Oh, God. <laughs> and, like... Retiring at 75. Yeah, and people doing working all hours just to make ends meet, like, tired. You lose touch with, like, your essential time with family and friends, you know, the ability to wander the planet because everything's expensive, there's wars going everywhere, and now everything's... Those places shut down, you've got to be bloody injected or you've got to be, like a test to go anywhere and there's bloody queues everywhere and it's just like all the funds have been sucked out of it because of some stuff people write on paper that, that means we have to do certain things in certain order and Every, everyone's on edge mm, because they're trying to you know they want to they, they think that if they don't get that thing then somebody else will and then they'll be at a disadvantage everything's like everything's scarcity they've got a whole planet full of stuff that we can take everyone's competing it's the same stuff that was there before the same thing same people like why does the economy have to dictate the inertia of the planet, you know, it's stupid. It's like a flaw in the plan. Like, it's an illusion because just because a number in a bloody bloody screen goes up and down, it dictates whether we can eat or not or live in a house. And yet the same things are there, the same resources are there, the same people are there, the same machines are there that can do it. And yet somehow it stops working because of, like, we've got this parasite called banking in the middle of it that kind of... And stock markets that seem to just work on sort of confidence it's mental and they can be manipulated and people can steal money easily and wars can happen and you know it's like we obliterated the Middle East not so long ago for what? I mean why 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 couldn't we have just like bribed them into whatever we wanted and get made the country flourish and put them in a system that they wouldn't want to be fighting or doing stupid stuff because they've got enough wealth and economy just to be pleasant and happy and content because we're in a... It's a mess, isn't it? Stupid. We did it all wrong. Well, some would say they're doing it all right. Yeah. Um, but, like, you know, we, we kind of assume that... Uh, oh, God, humanity's broken, man, when in actual fact people that are controlling it are doing exactly that on purpose. So it's all part to, of their plan. We get used to the horrors too quickly. Yeah. That's the trouble with us. Like, 
you still think about I still think about the Iraq war like countries that had communities of families and shops and land and parks and you know people going to school people going to work not thinking about anything to do with bullets blood and splattering and buildings crumbling and then 10 years later there's a country that's unrecognizable where people have to flee and go and set up camp in other countries at the bottom of the bloody poverty ladder with horrific memories and trauma and loved ones that were evaporated never to be seen again because of something happened with people arguing in offices and decided to fling fire metal shrapnel at people for decades surely I mean there's a lot of effort in all that isn't there yeah but we don't we don't get any control. We don't get any say in it, unfortunately. Who's we? You and me? Yeah, or anyone. Yeah, we're just us no, little... that's time we bloody did. Do you think all the world's a stage, Daniel? Yeah. It is a stage. Everyone's play-acting. They're, they're these luminous beings that have come from the inner vortex of the universe and we've strapped on this suit and ideology that makes us bumbling nitwits at the moment with, with um, abstract moments of pure kindness and enlightenment and we sort of stumble through and, some, and often we forget that the enlightenment moments happened and the good things happened and we just become sort of in a cast of our own witnessing and reactions do you think we're being cultiv- we, we humans were cultivated by aliens What's an alien? It doesn't even make sense, aliens. Oh, stop. Shut up. Just listen to what I'm saying. You know what I'm saying? I don't Do know. you think maybe that mankind we, on this planet... Well, maybe they are the aliens. Maybe we're like a little science experiment for the aliens. No, like, it'd be too hard to control that. What do you mean? Well, just yeah, control you control. Control what? You're not trying to control anything. I'm saying that you... I'm saying that do you... Because there is, there is a theory, and Bob Lazar has mentioned it as well, right? Yeah. That... That an alien came down, an alien shagged the chimp, and then then they turned it into humans, chimp and they just tried it. to accelerate our evolution to make us to see what happens. Maybe we it's all, interesting. Maybe Mark, we all come from Mars when it blew up. We could have done. Yeah. So, oh, look at that. It was a bit like us, that country. Except the people are all sort of hairy and don't talk. Uh, we'll just take over their country land. What about octopuses? They're Octopi. Yeah. Well, my theory is we didn't evolve from apes. Octopuses came out of the sea and mimics monkeys. I don't think so. Yeah, because they can change the shape and everything. As you think about it, <laughs> it makes perfect sense. I've been thinking about it and it's, no, it's bollocks. No. They've got, they got good brains. Do you think... So, oh, it wasn't an octopus, it was a fish. Oh, that's a stretch of the imagination. <laughs> <laughs> so, fish or octopus? Which one's more like a human, a fish or an octopus? An octopus. It's a pr- it's a, yeah, logic, isn't it? Have you noticed that um, there's a lot of lies about, like, fish... Uh, food, fingers. Food that comes from fish the fingers sea. Like sea, re- sea-related food. What? Well, fish fingers, correct, are not fish's fingers. fingers. Seaweed is cabbage. Exactly! Crispy seaweed is cabbage. Yeah. And crab sticks are not crab. No. So caviar. why does everyone lie about that? And caviar isn't normally caviar, it's normally something else, isn't it? Yeah. So what? So what? Why? It all sounds a bit fishy to me. Why don't you go on the net? Internet. Yeah, good idea. To catch them out. 
What, uh, yeah. what did the fisherman say to the cat? Oh, I've got you hook, line and sinker. No. Um, uh, hang on. Um, uh, do you want some fish? No. Um, go on, then. He said... <laughs> <laughs> um, Kuh. <laughs> you want to come on my catamaran and eat some egg, ice some, and some <laughs> eggs that have been whipped up <laughs> and hardened in an oven? I'm going to go on a boat soon. Where? Are you going to Austin, Texas? Is that a lie? Yeah, no, that's real. Forgot about that. Lucky. I've been watching this thing called 20s Austin or something. Right. Netflix, awful. Oh, right. But I'm fascinated by... Um, they've got a house full of these young people. Well, and they've obviously... Handpicked the most sort of inoffensive sort of idiots, not idiots, but oh god, <laughs> honestly, this like this one kid did stand up and fair play to him. Have you watched Kill Tony? Do you ever watch any of that? No, I should because that's supposed to be brilliant. That's actually quite interesting. Mm. But this kid does stand up in it, and um, it's like crickets, like proper crickets. Yeah, that's what this is like. And um, he goes back and smashes his bedroom up. <laughs> He's got his mates come and watch him, but this so it's fascinating watching like the mindsets of these people. It, it almost like they all have picked a character from a team program when they're growing up and sort of become that. None of them seem like they're themselves. It's really odd. It's all um, it's just a, such a facade around all the people in it, and it fascinates me watching it. Kill Tone is good because um, it's good because it kind of gives you uh, like I'm never going to do stand up but I, will, but I love the idea of it but yeah. I, this, the thought of doing it is absolutely petrifying although I will go on although stage. watching that kid do it it was awful thinking anyone could do it well the good thing about Kill Tony is, is you watch it and you can kind of see you can really kind of see that connection of like what um you know how when it goes bad how bad it goes and, and like you know you can kind of go up there with all the will in the world and then realize that you don't quite know how to capture the energy because it's that's that's yeah. what it's like it's like an aikido it's like yeah. you kind of although you kind of you say something but then you kind of have to you just really have to just know what's going on in the room and and timing and mm. all that so it's way more than just writing a joke going up in there and telling it because the same person can tell the same joke in a completely different way one could be really funny and the other one could be like you <laughs> <laughs> but they so talking about austin texas and it leads on uh, quite nicely that uh so my wife's got um the job she does, she they deal with a lot of people out in America, and uh, she has a really good rapport with them. And when her boss went out to America, to I think he went to Nashville. Nice. Everybody there was like, "Well, where's Louise? Why, like, why have you not brought Louise?" And they were, and he didn't realise the kind of popularity, the popularity of my wife. So he came back. He was like, "Wow, you got to get out of there." He said, "They absolutely love you out there." So, of course. She's now. It's now looking like she might need to go out to places like Austin, places like Nashville, Ple- Seattle, and a few, three or four times a year. So I have said when she mentioned Austin, I was like, "Well, I want to go to Austin. I want to try it out and see." Mm. And um, and it, what, it has occurred to me, 
and you're going to laugh at this and take the piss out of me, but it, it has occurred to me to in in Kilta on that Kiltoni you get a minute, <laughs> and I was thinking to myself, imagine if you could do a minute or if you could write a minute and just go in there and see what happened, and it's like this kind of. It's a potential challenge. Like, go on then, you've got a minute. Do it now. I know, no. I need, I need to... Knock, knock. Think about it. <laughs> yeah. I say, I say, I say. Cool. I'll go up there, I'll go, cool, all you Americans, you're all fat. <laughs> cool, you Americans. You're all foreigners. Oh, you Americans, you bombing people. You go. Huh. You've got a president. He's cool. a bit stupid. <laughs> cool. You lot like guns, you should ban them. Yeah. Um, cool. Your president fell off a bike. <laughs> um, my wife wanted to go to the Caribbean. Did you make her? No, did you make, did you make her? <laughs> but, no, Barbados, actually. Oh. So, yeah, you could, like, just, just to see what that... Imagine that. Give me a topic and I'll do a joke. Um, oysters. Oysters. Oh, cool. What I was eating these shell things, swallowing them, when suddenly these things that made me go up to the top of my house got in my way. I went, oh, stairs. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's uh, that's a good one, isn't it? No, it's terrible. Yeah. Means nothing. Why did the oyster cross the road? To get to the seaside. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the seaside. <laughs> <laughs> it's actually, I didn't know the punchline. It's actually better yeah. than you realised. <laughs> oh, talk about America. America's listening. Good evening, America. Knock knock. What? Knock knock. Uh, yes. So knock knock. Yes. Oyster. Oyster who? <laughs> Did you? Yep. Uh, no. Did you? Why have you got a spoon in the toilet? <laughs> <laughs> Oyster. <laughs> that is. Why are you? Why is the Irish man staring the poo in the toilet? <laughs> <laughs> so, um, oyster. Who? I've never been to America. Have you? Yeah. When? Or telly? Where? Oh yeah. That's, I've been to Chick Sounds. That was technically America. Do you know? Army, like, I've been to an army airbase. Yeah, so that's American land. Sense. So I've been to America, oh, and I snuck in through the back door. <laughs> no, I was hiding in the. Car, car boot um, Americans got in the base what were they selling all their old junk no we were smoking spliffs in the American air base. oh shitting hell I was about 18 Jesus that's a bit Christ. bad actually isn't it yeah it's quite bad <laughs> yeah oh, like, they could shot me yeah and it was proper legal then get redone so that's a joke by the way if the army listed <laughs> <laughs> uh, what's the s- what do they call it? The Statute of Limitation or whatever it's called. Yeah, I love that. I love that New York thing. Mm. What's that mean? Oh, right, yeah. They should uh, actually do a statue of the limitations. So we've got these, um, and what's also happening is we've got the American people that we've begun to visit are coming, coming here to stay with us as well. Oh, wicked. Are they not cool? So I get, yeah, shall I get to drop? To walk them around London and go. Oh, there's the Queen's house. Yeah, look, that's where she lives oh, up Big there. Ben. Seen it? Look. Cool. Look, there's. Um, do you want to go and see Leicester Square, where all the film premieres are? Yeah, just the film stars are always there. Always. Yeah. If they're not there when you're there, then that's really yeah, unlucky. Unlucky. <laughs> 
Uh, do you want to go to Dungeon Dungeons? I'm going to go and take them for pie and mash. What oh, idiot! They hate that. Yeah, it's disgusting. It's, well, it's nice, but it's disgusting. Louise said, "Oh, we'll have to try and find like a diner somewhere." I was like, "What are you talking American about?" American diner. <laughs> That's all they eat, isn't it? Yeah. They don't eat American diner food. Those Americans. <laughs> God, oh, do you want stuff. some? Do you want some donuts? Oh, do you want some hamburgers for breakfast? <laughs> oh, do you want some syrup on your bacon? Yeah, do you want syrup on your bloody face? <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I... Uh, yeah. The house stars and stripes. So what I'm hoping is is that when these people come over, like, we're going to get on so well that they're going to say, hey, we're going to get you a green card and I can move to America and live there forever. I'll come. No. Oh, I want to go to America. I want to live in, like... Cool bits. Not LA. LA's rubbish. Not New York. So probably what'll happen is uh, I'll go out there. I'll I'll absolutely kill for one minute on Kill Tony, and then I'll just and Joe Rogan will go. Oh, do you want to come back and get on my podcast and sing some songs on there? I'll be like, all right, Joe. Settle down. All right, probably. And then what? And then. I will come back and get cancelled, probably. <laughs> they'll go through my history, they'll find all my tweets, they'll find times when I said something that was inappropriate. I'll and send all our WhatsApp then, and then I'll be finished. Yeah, well, that's... Fuck. <laughs> Holy fuck. It's satire, actually. It's satirical. Yeah, you, We're just making jokes out of hard times. Yeah, God. God. If you can't laugh about it... Fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anyway... Probably well, won't do it, but it well, would be well, funny, well, wouldn't it? Yeah. It would Imagine really if funny. I sent that video back to you and I was absolutely, and the whole place was just like in tears, laughing. Yeah. And then you'd go, oh god, shouldn't have given you my favourite jokes. <laughs> <laughs> what was your opening line? Hi, I'm Billy. Hi, guys. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> Is what my horse eats. <laughs> That's not a bad start, actually. I'll try yeah. that. I was uh, I was at the pub the other day, and uh, this man walked up to me and said, uh, "Excuse me, mate, have you dropped this?" And I said, "No." You know, like, like you know, like the way in the movies, like the way Americans kind of when they're in a bar and that, they'll go like, "Hey, give me a beer." Yeah, say that, don't they? Like. Can I have a beer, please? No, they don't say please. That's the point. That's because they know, don't that's they? That's the point I'm making. Yeah, but, yeah, give me a beer. Give me right? a beer. When they do that... Give me a beer, please. I think to myself... Like, that's just Hollywood movie. That's a yeah. cool guy. Yeah, cool. But actually, when yeah. they do it in real life, when I've kind of seen that in London or something like that, when an American walks into a bar and said, hey, give, like me, a film, give me a beer. Well, no, but I think to myself... If you're in America, you're always in a film. It feels rude in real life. But in the movies, it's just like cool. Say ma'am afterwards. But like, give me a beer, ma'am. And I don't mean it's rude. It's just, it's just a cultural thing. It's just the way it's tough it's, guys. Yeah. Well, it's not even about. I don't think it's even about tough guys. They I, are I tough think guys. Please and thank you is less important, is it? Not if you're in the south. You say, thank, yes, please, ma'am. Thank, thanks, y'all. Thank you, sir. Yeah, true. They actually do though, don't they? Yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm I like pr- that. Thank you, ma'am. It's like Bill Burr. He's nice, very it? brash and very rude. He's brushed, isn't he? But. In Boston, Boston, yeah. Car, car, car. I went in this car the other day. Not bad, is it? No. This man came up to me. Why? This wise guy. This wise guy came up to me and he said, "My helicopter's too noisy." My chopper. I drive my helicopter over his ass. I said, "Fuck you! (laughs) (laughs) Fuck you! Just fuck off!" You stupid idiot. 
way is internal engagement, it's internal self-sabotage, what I call resistance to the capital R. And what is what the question then becomes, well, how do you overcome it? Once you identify the voices that you hear in your head. We're back after the lovely tune there, and it's time for the impressions round. Daniel's first up, and he's going to give us a few impressions. Uh, no, you start got, with you got uh, to say who, and then you got to play the person so I can hear them. Oh, okay. Got to be someone famous that I can do, not inappropriate. Give me a choice free. Uh, you can either do uh, Bob Monkhouse, uh, Terry McCann, or. Um, Someone modern. Um, Madeline McCann. No, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, all right, you can do um, Elvis. Well, that's not modern, is it? You <laughs> it's a feel about. It's about as modern as I suppose. It's all relative. It's modern in terms of like when man began, I suppose. Go uh, play, play him talking. I'll see if I can copy him. Well, well you know what Elvis sounds I like. I can't remember. Died years ago. I don't watch him. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. This magic moment. Do you sing that? Introducing Mr. Vernon Presley, Elvis Presley. Vernon? That's not in your dick. It was a matter of Where's Elvis? The building. Proper building. We had to wait our turn in order we to, had to, wait to, to get turn. the building. The building. Yeah. Couldn't get a good building in 15 years. Couldn't get a couldn't get a good building in 15 years. No, all kidding aside, we had to wait our turn to get Elvis? into the garden. Yes. Doesn't sound like him. Oh, a, that was. I'm not lying. This is Elvis Presley. Elvis. I can't get him talking proper. You sound like Jackie Stallone. Chuck us the Lord. I'm backy. I'm backy. I'm backy. I took it to Lord. Elvis Presley shocked the whole world. Boo! Did it? Didn't shock me. He doesn't even speak, even, does he? I wasn't even alive. Let's yeah. fuck him off. Alright. So. But that's the worst game I've ever played. I'm, I'm Margaret Thatcher. You can't just keep pulling that one out. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Hello! <laughs> oh, Betty. Do a do an impression of uh, Chris Kamara. Who's he? I can't say that. I can't remember. He speaks like unbelievable, Jeff. I've met him. It's unbelievable, Jeff. It's unbelievable, Jeff. It's unbelievable. That's cultural appropriation. You it's can't not. do that. It's Birmingham. It's unbelievable. About <laughs> <laughs> as Birmingham as I am. <laughs> uh, what about if if it didn't mean? Uh, 
that you were just giving over your DNA to the government. Would you do one of them DNA tests to nah. find out where you... I'm from space. Originate from. Oh. <coughs> I'm from the bloody... <coughs> oh, don't say From the earth. Coughing everywhere. Don't care. Don't care where I'm bloody from. Don't matter. Well, oh, so maybe I'm a bit African, a bit bloody Scottish and a bit bloody Venezuelan. Oh, wow. what? What good is it going to do me? It might even be just made up. I'm just like, I don't know, it's probably summer. <laughs> Why do you want to know? What do you think you are? Special? Yeah. Just, you just come out of a bloody woman and then you're bloody on earth. It's like, oh, what, where am I? I don't know. You don't know what you are. I think it help you find out what the reality really is, the true meaning of life, where you're really from, what you are, what kind of spiritual being lies underneath the skin of walking around us. Where would you like to be from? What percentages? Give yourself your best DNA. Spanish. Just Spanish? Yeah. It's not going to be just Spanish, are you? I might be. <laughs> Clearly not just Spanish. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm yeah, a, you look well. Hundred percent pure Spanish. Hundred percent Spanish. <laughs> yeah. No, uh, um, well, obviously, I'm probably Scandinavian of some description. I'm probably Viking. Probably know me. Viking, strong, uh, bit rapey. <laughs> that's you, Billy. <laughs> Come on, it's just that's words. a myth anyway. They weren't like that. Well, that's what I've heard. They just it's where the term myth. raping and pillaging come from, isn't it? Vikings? Yeah, but we said it about them because we didn't like them. Oh, just like the uh, same as everyone around that time. They should have been called the Likings. Yeah, come around liking everyone. Hello. Yeah. Maybe that's what they were, and we just called them Vikings. Here's some whatever we've got from our land that you might like. Hello. We're from somewhere else. We can't speak your language, but hello. Well, waving's fine. It's not a threat. <laughs> uh, yeah, imagine if like all their hand signals were opposite, and they'd be really nice to them, and the other people thought they'd been horrible. Yeah, just giving everybody like the middle, and dogs, middle finger, it? and it was like a greeting. Yeah, like a cat wags its tail, it's annoyed. Dog wags its tail, it's happy. Thinks the cat wants to play with him. That's why it chases it, bites it. <laughs> I didn't know that. Well, you should. No, I shouldn't know anything about cats. They're scum. You're just saying that because you think you're hard. Um, you know, like when... Ah, uh, oh, guess what I've done? I've zoomed right into where my old house was. <laughs> Did it break it? <laughs> <laughs> Did you hurt yourself? Look at that. Well, when I fell from heaven... Cool. Um... What were we talking about just then? Literally You're 100% just that Spanish. You're no, yeah, I'd like to be 100% Spanish, but if I'm not, then I'm probably uh, Scandinavian. I'm probably like Swedish. I'd like to probably. be a little bit gypsy. I think I've got a bit of Welsh. I've definitely got a bit of Welsh. Yeah, you bit of Welsh. Irish. Probably um, a bit North Polian. Something sort of handsome. I'm probably from Atlantis. <laughs> 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 yeah, 100% Atlantis. <laughs> Crikey. Yeah. I'm probably related... I'd say British! I'm probably, <laughs> probably related to Jesus. Why we all are, so, aren't we? No, of course we're not. Not all of us. He didn't have any kids, did he? Or did he? Ah, exactly. mystery. Could we? Could one of you be a Jesus? It wouldn't even matter, would it? It's like, there's a lot of sons. Did Jesus, did Jesus have sex? Of course he did. He's shagging all the time. Who's Mary Magdalene? She was a bird, he, he fancied. I'm gonna have a look. She was like the prostitute. Yeah, but did he? But did he? You know. But no, no, think bloody write all their dirty details down. It's private. Why do you want to know? Disgusting. I know. You never see any selfies of Jesus, do you? No. 
Mary Magdalene, Queen of Scots, isn't it? No. Mary Magdalene was the prostitute that he befriended that washed his feet. Mary Magdalene, sometimes called mum. Mary of Magdala, or simply the Magdalene or the Madeline, mm-hmm. was a woman who, according to the four canonical Gospels, travelled with Jesus as one of his followers. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he saved her And was a witness to his crucifixion and resurrection. He saved her from human trafficking. Oh, my goodness gracious me, Daniel. What yeah. is this all about? What? Do you know where she died? Bethlehem. No. At the cross? No. At Cranfield? Nope. Uh, in a she died in a place... That you've been to? That I was gonna... That I've been thinking about going to when I go to Turkey. What? Oh, not, uh... The Acropolis? Ephesus. 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 So... I mean, because we're high, We're all... There's loads... There's like 35 of us. Pray going. there and get her powers. But... What I was thinking about doing was, because we're all hiring vehicles, was maybe go saying to some of the more cultured of the group... Let's go see where a woman who died. Who fancies going three hours away to see <coughs> Ephesus? Yeah. But maybe she had his children. Because, like, the, the weird thing is, like, the story is like he befriended a prostitute, but I get the feeling she left that world... Can you imagine, like, they would have been slaves, the prostitutes in that era, and people kind of, there's almost a dirt, a lot of Christians didn't want to associate those two together. But then you kind of really think about what that story would mean, Would but, that, you know, she found freedom and became a devoted, and maybe his lover, and maybe there's a genealogy of uh, the Christos, the Christ figure, or whatever it is, but, or is that just a character that keeps popping up all the time to tell us something about inner alignment. Because there's this thing called the Gospels of St Thomas, which oh. is supposed to be the true meaning of sort of distance of Christ. And he, in that they didn't worship the crucifixion or anything like that, or the day of the person. It was all about inner understanding. You found your way back to God through going inside. And that bit was left out of the Bible. And it seems a very interesting part of it. The, um, the f- funny thing is, the person that found the, the tablets in the clay pot was called Muhammad Ali. That's interesting. Yeah. And um, the Gospels to Thomas is a very interesting part of the story because it's, it's kind of the same as Buddhism. I can't really be bothered getting involved in it, to be honest. I don't want to know about the stories. I can't be bothered. It's too kind of... Complicated. Well, I just... I, like, I need to be able to disassociate myself with the fact that, you know, I feel like it's a load of bollocks. Yeah. But And and then actually just kind of try and enjoy the... the Humour in it. Or the, the, met, the metaphor for it. Or well, like, it is all know. metaphor. That's the whole point the, of it. So the, the same stories repeat themselves for all the different cultures of the same idea of the... Same figures that seem to point towards enlightenment, like inner understandings, and then somehow through the mists of those traditions, people get in there and sort of turn it into more of a fear-based thing, like the Catholic Church is all about death confession, and, you know, it's quite a miserable take on what should be inner understanding and enlightenment and, and, enlightenment and uh, freedom and the ability to navigate the world in a different state where the Catholic Church seems to be like a, a parasite that clocked onto it and a lot of the modern Christian religions did the same thing made it boring and it's almost like it's subverted into you know another way a control system so you you should be wary of them but you should also if you can gleam from what they're trying to point out <clears throat> there's a common theme with all of them and it's a procrastination of all of us that we never get enlightened 
you know we never kind of bother because the real world's so overwhelming and, and real to us um but i think there's something in like you know when you have the big worry that something might not happen i think letting go like completely stop thinking about the worry or the thing and just trust it always seems to work the trust thing always seems to work when you just start to think fuck it whatever happens will happen but I, you know my destination is there i've got to get there somewhere but i'm not going to start fretting and thinking about it you know i'll obviously be proactive in what i can but once you sort of release that fucking fear and the overwhelmingness it, things just seem to fall into place somehow it always seems to happen well things do fall into place i think i think what you got to remember is is that when we kind of like <coughs> catastrophize things and we we worry about things and we overthink things <coughs> that sort of malarkey um, what we, what I notice is, is that there are times when I feel like really conscious of. I feel think, oh, am I? I'm, you know, worried about work, or am I performing at work, or am mm. I doing? You know, I feel like I'm a bit of a fraud, or I'm, all those kind of like, um, like what that thing was saying. Yeah, well, all all those kind of worries. I notice that a couple of days later when suddenly I have a different filter on life nothing's changed mm. still still the same things are happening and so you know it is very much to do in many cases with a with a filter that you apply to <coughs> or that just happens to be going on in your mind that that balance of chemicals gives your perception um, well, those, they're different not tin chemicals there's some sort of electric field that just makes things happen differently or puts you in a different sort of reality depending on how you're sort of processing everything yeah because we're just a th we're just thoughts that's always interests me like no matter whatever's around you it's just thoughts and it's just all this stuff is in your head what you're seeing it's inside your skull you know the brain is formulating this room i'm not these aren't holes in my in my skull that are just looking into the world. What's that ping pong? It's my phone. So yeah, I, I've got a feeling there's there's like an interaction that might possibly work. That could change. I mean, I, I think I think I'm just ready for a a surprise in fortune. <laughs> and uh, the art and stuff like I think you know like we did before where we had that affirmation of like things we wanted to do and it sort of happened didn't it yeah about the art show and your job and stuff <clears throat> I think I'm ready to sort of do another one of those like I want what I want to do is make a book of my art stuff a little storybook almost like a coffee table art book with my pictures in it with some sort of writing <clears throat> I want to do a storyboard for a skewer idea and get Rob to draw it out for me. I want to have an exhibition and I want to set up a shop to sell prints for my artwork. And when are you going to do that? Well, <clears throat> from now. <laughs> what, right now? Right now. I think... Um I'll go write them there down. Is, there is something... Ow. I don't know. You often hear... 
when people have these conversations you know if you're non-religious if you're religious you know you're having a conversation with god but if you're non-religious you're kind of having a conversation with the universe where you kind of you, you just ask for a little bit of an intervention to give you a break or to give you a chance give you an opportunity and of course it's all a bit woo-woo but there are times when I feel as though woo-woo, just existence like the, the base reality that you could think the world is is, is woo-woo in itself because you don't know what the hell it is it's, it's insane what we are where we are the fact that our mouths move up and down and someone's ears take it in and we communicate and this is what is all this why are we here I love that Alan Watts chat discussion or talk or whatever when he talks about when he speaks about living in the moment and he he gives two examples of living in the moment and both are just absolutely phenomenal he said when you're playing music or when you're dancing you're not dancing to get to the to get somewhere. Yeah, you are literally just. Yeah, you're not dancing to get to the end of the song, are you? No, you're, no, you're, you're, really, yeah. you're dancing. You are in that in moment, that and you are you're 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 in you're existing within it, and uh, it's like you melt into the everything around you. It's weird. Yeah, and it's the same. It's the same with playing music. You kind of you're not. Or be or doing art, whatever it is. Like, you're not. You're not. All right. You want to finish your painting. But at you're the same time, the, what you you are just literally just painting, yeah. yeah. And uh, and I, I, that's a really great example of living in the moment. And and I think I think quite a lot of us meditate more than we realise. But yeah. I think the time there are a lot of times when you're doing something like that. You're doing whether you're dancing, whether you're being creative, whether you're um, you know swimming, whether you're running, whatever it is that you're doing, where you're not really thinking about anything other than just getting done what you're doing sometimes you're not even thinking that you're just flowing aren't you yeah. that's the thing you just you're not even thinking about anything it's just like like with your when your guitar playing over your fingers are just moving there's no thought there all right because if it, if you had thought it it might make some money well it is <laughs> <laughs> it is um it, it, yes the the it's funny because that's the metaphor for when people say it's not about the destination it's about the journey destination is death isn't it the, well, the, desti- the, the destination yeah the destination the is death because if you set a target and you reach that destination once you've got it it's kind of like what or, or now what that's one thing I noticed about that weekend camping Often there's points in it where I want it to be the next part of it, or you know, I'm, I may be bored, or or um, thinking of you know, get, doing something later, or you know what I mean. Or but all that time I felt present. That's the weird thing about it. I never felt about being here. Well, data ran out of my phone before we went down there, so thankfully I was never checking my phone. The only thing I used my phone was photographs, but I was always happy to be where I was. That was always good about it. <clears throat> and that was that's kind of um that's kind of the end rare. of the show really kind of rare kind of the end of the show and I've 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 that one with a weird name another one with a weird name there's one of there that's got weird right he's ringing me Rob what does he want hello Rob 
Are you on the radio? Yeah, it's near the end of it. <clears throat> Finish at 11, you silly sausage. <clears throat> what? Oh, what? We can stay on a bit later. I just wanted to phone then. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Because I'm currently approaching the spot where I nearly died with you. Oh, yeah. (laughs) The road Um, with the bit of metal. Yeah, the doll's house now. There's a bit of metal. I'm touching it. Carl drove past Rob and just, like, within millimetres missed him. Ouch. Yeah, just stumbling into the road. I'm standing at that that very spot now. (laughs) I'm going to step out. Oh, it's over. <laughs> like How are you doing, Rob? We talk about death. It wasn't. It wasn't even centimeters. It was like, like my body. Atoms. The shape of the car. <laughs> it was atoms. <laughs> it was atoms away. Yeah. So you've got to be thankful for some things. Yeah. So what? What have you been up to? <laughs> How was your well, weekend? Last weekend. Yeah. It was rather special, wasn't it? Daniel? It was very special. Sounds amazing. I've got a video of it, Billy. I can show you it. I would love to see that. Yeah, yeah. watch it on YouTube. It, uh, it's a, it was a lovely time in a mystical place with friends we knew and friends of new. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> friends we knew and friends of new. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. It was. Uh, friends are new. Yeah. It's blissful. That sunset. It's still in my brain. I can't get rid of it. No, no, it's uh, sort of locked in in a So many funny moments. Place. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Even though I've got a really badly sunburnt lip, I've got, <laughs> I've got lips really sore. I'm really nice Other and brown. That, I've got no ailments. No. Apart from that, yeah. Apart from to go back to work. Apart from the pain of, yeah, that's what I put on the feed. I was like, oh, like uh, next week is going to be, you know, it's... I was like, nah, don't do that, don't say that. And I was like, well, what's what word did I use? I can't remember. Anyway, uh, yeah, I was basically saying how it was going to be hard the week after. It always is, isn't it? Yeah. It's a good time for people. And then, you, and then you have to sort of go back to any kind of mundanity. Yeah. You know? Luckily, it's been really hot, so it feels a bit holiday-ish. Yeah. It's been raining and stuff. It would have been really yeah. God. Imagine if that was normality and, and then you just... Oh. He can't really, 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 so really very well. To sure, I mean, St- and Stenning has just gone by. Can you repeat that, please? <laughs> Number two. Can you hear Billy? I can hear Billy, yeah. Hello, Rob. I, uh, Hello, mate. You alright? I'm good, mate. Yeah, I'm good. I'm good. I'm glad you had a, a lovely time. It sounds like absolute pure bliss. Was that good fun, Rob? Uh, no, you were the worst. Element Damn. There. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> <laughs> I can't say that. I'm a bloke. You, you can't. Lads. Lads, 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 bants. Yeah, no, you were great, Dan. <laughs> Thank you. You were the best. Thank you very much. You're the best. A cat just ran out from a, from a, some Ooh. spiral staircase. He's coming over to me now. A bit suspicious. Cat. I saw a one eyed cat today. It's run away now. It doesn't like me. I saw one eye cat. <coughs> yeah. yeah, but he did. Made by Apple. <laughs> no, no, that's an eye cat. <laughs> How long have we got like, left to talk? Literally, we are one minute over. Yeah, and we finish it at eleven these days. Start at nine. Idiots. Thursdays. Why did you do that? Because we've got better slots. So well, we have I like to wake the Thursday up. Thursday date better, but I don't like the timing. Well, that's your trouble. Nine to eleven's good. That means you go to bed earlier. It means we can go home a bit earlier. It's true. It was always the problem before. of kind of like, oh, past the midnight hour. Once ghost gets me. Go for six. Oh, sorry. Once the ghost gets us. Exactly. At midnight. Yeah, I don't have to go up at six tomorrow though. I've got to work in the village. I've got to get up like five to nine. Oh, listen. <laughs> what? It's, mid- it's 
What? What happened to Rob? The ghost. Yeah, it's just trying me 11 now. Ooh, yeah. Clock as I walk through a darkened alleyway. The shadow of death. Street lamp. All right. Uh, uh, all right, Star, all right, Coolio. The gangsters' paradise. There's no gangsters around here. Pranksters. No around pranksters' here. paradise. <laughs> pranksters. <laughs> paradise. The YouTubers running around, <laughs> filming you. Filming every most my Jeremy Beadle and LA. Like, <laughs> LA. Oh, let's be doing that song next week about YouTubers in Prank, LA. Pranksters' <laughs> paradise. <laughs> He put a Logan over there. At Finsbury Park, he was rubbish. Who? There's loads of cooler. <laughs> yeah. Most rappers <laughs> in that era were rubbish live. God, most rappers are rubbish live. Not anymore. It's an annoying thing to say. Well, yeah, to be honest, it's not like a kind of like every hip hop gig these days, but. It's a lot better. The sum I've seen of guys sort of go all shouting. Put your hands in the air. You be better than that, mate. Come on. Like, I, I really like you your amazing lyrics and wordplay. Yeah. Come on. Put some effort in, lads. Stop shouting. Lads, lads, lads. Where have you been anyway? Cricket club? Yeah, I went to meet Ian earlier. Oh, Macintosh. Goz turned up and then... Gaz. I, Mac. My friend and... Uh, fellow person Henry Posh Henry oh Posh Henry who I can talk to about conspiracy theories and <laughs> stuff he's very intelligent and uh, open minded and uh, yes I saw him and then another guy Michael had seen at a party a few weeks back and he bought me a beer so well I saw Billy I had three beers and now I'm walking home lucky kit <coughs> I got stuck in a room with Billy He's, That's exciting. You know, he's, he's got his top off. It's like Vladimir Putin. He's got like moves and he's sort of like. Don't be rude. <laughs> he's been working out. He looks like Arnold Schwarzenegger. Now. Now. <laughs> 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 These days. Yeah. 75 and sagging. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's his next album. <laughs> 75 and sagging quickly. Yeah. Yeah. Right, well, we I actually, I've got to be up at five, so... You're hard. Next time. <laughs> right, Rob, yeah, call in at week. ten o'clock next week. No, nine Rob. o'clock. Next week, I'll, tr- I'll tune in a bit earlier. Come in at nine. Come and see my art exhibition if you're anywhere near Rottingdean Windmill this weekend. Oh, of course yeah. I am. I'm going to be laying in the garden, sizzling. Oh, yeah. I'll be doing that mostly. I've just got to go and do it tomorrow. Claire's going to John Paul Gaultier. Yeah, mm, I smell night flowers. Oh, I love them. Probably coming from my garden. Cool. What? Uh, what is their? What are their Latin names? Sniffius uh, Petrasticus. Uh, what is it? It's the night flocks. Uh, Rob plants uh, camping. I can't, I, can't, I can't remember at the moment. It's really. Uh, oh, Queen of Gardener. I know, well, I've had a few beers and things slipped my mind in this. So, uh, what was it? You could just make it up, nobody would know. <laughs> yeah. No, I'd never make stuff up. No, <laughs> keep trying to work it out so Billy can stay up later. Oh, I can smell it really strongly.
message at the tone Cause right now I'm gonna be somewhere and get there on my own My backpack is snap back on the right track to the wrong place And I backtrack to the train gap, my Air Max and that's that Lurking these streets with my feet on the concrete The whole world beneath me, I'm feeling quite lonely Oh my god, that's two years gone, what the fuck is going on? Coppers in my pocket, I feel dead but I'm the youngest one Yeah. 